Hello, travelers, and welcome to the Chrysalis Train. I am your host, Anthony, and the destination is personal development and clarity. Ding! I just make that sound on impulse now, or is it impulse? No, I'm choosing. I am actively choosing to make that sound because in my mind, that's what sound, that's what sound, that's the sound that trains make. Let me live my life. (laughs) I chose to do an evil laugh and it did not fit the vibe. It did not, but I chose it. I own it. I claim it. I'm staring at my reflection in the mirror and I am cute as hell. My pink hair is so freaking gorgeous. Moving forward. It's been a few weeks, a few weeks, meaning two or three weeks since my last episode. This being a podcast that's all about self-awareness, I try my best to be aware when I need to give myself space away from the work that I am doing. And as such, that was my situation going on for a couple weeks. I needed to just take a break from all of my creative projects and just give myself time and space to breathe and decompress because you know what? Everybody's got baggage. We've all got things that we are dealing with. We all have things that not everyone knows about. In my case, I am still early in my sobriety. I am only five, five and a half months sober. So I still have some very heavy emotions that I still need to deal with and leave space for. And as such, I needed to give myself time away from the podcast and away from other projects and other ventures to give myself time to heal and process from certain very heavy things that were just weighing on my mind and taking up my energy. And I honored that. But I'm back. I am still very much dealing with things, don't get me wrong, I'm not out of the woods. Just gonna be totally transparent with you, I am dealing with a lot of heavy things. I am not going to go into all of that. That's not what this podcast is for. This podcast is for self-awareness stuff, and my sobriety journey is a topic for another day. But today, on today's stop of the chrysalis train, we are going into the land of self self-junction, if you will. I'm currently making awkward eyebrows at myself in my reflection as I talk and drawing attention to myself as I do it. I am realizing that I'm doing this a lot. I'm gonna stop looking at myself in the mirror while I talk because I find myself very attractive and I am turned on. You did not need to know that. Anyway, so moving on to types of self that actually does relate to my sobriety journey because going sober means you recognize that yourself, your present self, I mean, needs to change and evolve in some way. And since going sober, I have recognized that my own sense of self has been constantly changing, constantly adjusting. It's been a roller coaster. It still is a roller coaster. You know, I recently had a conversation with one of my very good friends who has been sober for five years. And she mentioned that one of the reasons for why I feel like I have no emotional baseline is because I literally don't. In the sobriety process, while going sober, your brain is detoxing and your brain is relearning how to Think, express, and process in a way that is clear without the brain fog from substances. 
And as such, it will just dump emotional outlet after emotional outlet after emotional outlet, like Niagara Falls of any and every emotion all at once. And it's some heavy stuff. So sometimes, a lot of the time, I can't even identify what my emotion is because there's so many and it's so heavy. And it's like when you take literally every color in the Crayola box and you color it onto the paper and it turns into this weird, gross brownish color that's not even really brown, but it's also not really black either. And it's also not really rainbow pretty holographic. It's just ugh. And that's what my emotions look like. They look like ugh. I'm gonna say that again. My emotions look like ugh. I love that. I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop doing that. Ugh. Okay, now I'm done. I'm sorry, I'm done, I'm done. For real, I'm done, I'm sorry. So as such, I'm still trying to understand what my baseline self is. What authentic Anthony Starlight looks like and feels like. Some days it feels different and that's part of the human experience. Your, your sense of self will feel different in regards to who you spend time with, how you spend time with people, your environment. All of these things have parts to play in your sense of self. As I am discovering, my sense of self is very all over the place as I am emotionally all over the place as my body and mind adjust to sobriety. But you know, in general, the human sense of self, it's a spectrum. It very much is a spectrum. And that's what we're gonna focus on today. Types of self and how your presentation of how you represent yourself changes based on the social circle and also on the environment that you are in. So it's a common occurrence where people tend to not mix up their friend groups too often. Or in another, ugh, what am I trying to say right now? I'm, I just made that sound again, y'all. So full disclosure, part of me and being very emotional right now and my emotions being all over the place, sometimes my brain just doesn't have space to think about what I wanted to think about. So I'm going to forget what I'm talking about mid-sentence. It's been happening a lot lately and that's just, part of my journey and I'm going to figure it out. So if I get extra weird and extra awkward in today's episode, it's just welcome to my crazy life. Welcome y'all. Welcome, 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 welcome. I just made it weird. Anywho, another common occurrence I should say is when you see a teacher of yours or a coworker or your boss and you see them out shopping for groceries and you just get shocked and your first thought is, whoa, you have a life. What the fuck is that? But here's the thing. Everyone, 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 everyone has a life, first of all. Nobody is strictly what you see around them. Everybody has a different presentation of who they are with different people. Nobody is exactly the same around every person. Because every person, every individual, every friend group, every professional environment, every public place, it either brings out a different energy of yours or you're reacting to the energy that you feel in a way that's different. Let me explain. So say you have friend group A and friend group B and you never mix your friend groups. 
I'm not saying that as a rule. I'm saying you hypothetically in this scenario. In this scenario, you choose to not mix your friend groups. Friend group A has one dynamic and you vibe with that dynamic and you act accordingly. Friend group B has another dynamic, which you also vibe with and you act accordingly in that scenario. But then one day you decide to have everybody hang out have everybody interact and have everybody just chill. But friend group A and B, while friendly and amicable, they notice that they're vastly different and they see how you act with different individuals and they're like, who is this? You don't act this way when you're with us, what's going on? And the thing is, it's not that you are hiding who you are or that you're lying about who you are either. It's just that friend group A satisfies one need for your emotional energy and you act accordingly and friend group b satisfies another emotional need and you act accordingly with them each friend group brings out a different side of you and as such you portray yourself in a way that fits the need of that energy dynamic of that emotional need that this group helps provide for you so as such friend group b they never see you as you are a friend group A, and vice versa, because each group is different. Each dynamic is different. Therefore, the way you present yourself is different. It's also that way with things like hobbies. Maybe you have certain friends who partake in certain activities that help you provide an emotional outlet for yourself. And as such, you hang out with this group. The emotional need might be something akin to maybe you like rock climbing or maybe you love to paint. And two drastically different things. Let's roll with that. On one hand, you love to rock climb. On the other hand, you're a painter. Rock climbing is a very physical activity. It can be also be very, well, it's just physical. I don't rock climb very often. I've done it a few times. I don't know what I'm talking about, y'all. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. But anywho, the rock climbing brings out a certain energy and it's more active. Meanwhile, Painting is more zen, it's more calm, more chill. And each hobby has its own jargon. Each hobby has its own environment. And each thing brings out something different in you that satisfies one of your needs. Meanwhile, one of your rock climbing buddies is just going for a walk downtown and they see this paint studio and they just peek through the window and they see you in there painting. And they're like, what is he doing? Or she, or they however you identify, if this applies to you. I don't know why my voice just changed just now. It just does that sometimes. Okay, I'm back. And their first thought is, WTF is that fool doing? Maybe not. Maybe their first thought is, huh, that's different. And they don't think anything of it. Sometimes it's not problematic. And sometimes it all works out. But they do clock the difference in your behavior and your demeanor. And it all has to figure itself out. A trickier spot is when it comes down to family or religion or even politics. When you're around those circles, there's a lot of very high expectation for how you present yourself, for how you talk, for what you talk about, the way that you dress, the way that you eat, who you hang out with. And maybe in those circles, it can be a little bit trickier to express yourself in full. Maybe you can feel slightly trapped or maybe you could feel 
like you're incomplete, glass half empty. Or inversely, you feel glass half full. Maybe these dynamics complete you in some way. Everyone's different, everyone has different needs. But in those regards, it's hard to sometimes separate the sense of self in regards to things like family, politics, and religion. Because those three things are huge in everyone's life in, if, in different ways, shapes, or forms. Some people know how to navigate these things in a way that's healthy and separate those dynamics from their true sense of self. But some don't. Some think that they have to silence themselves around their families. Or at the very least, censor themselves. And out of respect, or out of fear, or out of love. But then around others they show a more fuller side of themselves and they feel more free and more liberated. And that's a can of worms that I'm not going to get into because my vibe with my own family, it's non-existent. So I'm not the one to give input onto family dynamics beyond the fact that it's case by case. Meanwhile, politics and religion, honestly, also case by case. Not every one is on the same page and not everyone is in the same circumstance it really depends on what your beliefs are and how important your beliefs are to you and that will dictate the way that you present yourself around your political or religious friends versus how you present yourself around other people and i've been saying the word present a lot on that note i'm going to talk about something else and i'm sure i've talked about this before in a prior episode for how there's two ways of acting, so to speak. So when I was briefly in my college stint, I took an acting class, and one of my standout things that I learned was the two methods of acting, presentational and representational. To review what that means, it's when an actor is performing and it's presentational, they're giving the audience what they want, what they expect and they are acting within the confines of the script that they are given. Meanwhile, representational acting. They have the script that they are given, but they surprise the audience. They put their own personal touch on it. They draw from their own authentic emotions and place it into the words that they are reciting. Therefore, maybe they're reading words from a script, sure, but the emotions are raw and real and representative of who they truly are giving the audience something totally new out of the blue that they were not ready for. Life is the exact same way with all of our dynamics. Depending on who we choose to interact with, we either provide a presentational version of ourselves, in which case we try to fit the mold of the environment. We try our best to act within the confines of what is or is not okay with who we're hanging out with. Walking on eggshells is an example of that, actually. Walking on eggshells is an example of presentational self, so to speak, in the sense that you don't know what will set this person or group off, and therefore, either out of respect or out of fear, maybe you will choose everything you say very, 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 very carefully. Thus giving them the impression that maybe you believe in what's going on. Maybe you support their cause. Or maybe you support what they're thinking or doing or whatnot. 
walking on eggshells is tricky because in a way it is placating in another way it does give the impression that you're on their side and that you're providing for them what they want and what they need without question but at the other hand sometimes walking on eggshells is necessary either for their own current mental state or emotional state or for yours i have had and do currently have dynamics with certain friends co-workers etc where i do feel the need to acknowledge just that eggshells are there and it's not that i don't want to walk on eggshells it's that i recognize where these people are in their lives and as such i need to be careful that i don't hinder my own sense of peace and that i don't unnecessarily start drama where it doesn't need to be now the thing with walking on eggshells also is that one could easily choose to just walk away from that dynamic sometimes walking on eggshells is not the best thing to do and it can be trapping entrapment it can kind of hold you in place where you're not truly fulfilling yourself, not truly meeting your needs because you are hiding yourself. You're hiding your feelings, you're hiding your life. You're only showing small parts that the other person in the d- dynamic can handle. And I'm not going to tell you to walk on eggshells or not to walk on eggshells. That's also very much case by case. Walking on eggshells is definitely a circumstantial thing. Everyone has their own reasons for doing it or for not doing it. All I will say is just check your intention for why you do it. And also check how long you're willing to walk on eggshells for because maybe you're doing it out of respect to the other person, but you have to respect your own needs and sense of self as well. Relationships come and go. People in your life come and go in different seasons. But you are the only one who is stuck with you until you die. So honor your needs in that regard. If you're going to walk on eggshells for somebody, fine, own it. But check how long you're willing to do that for. Moving on from that. People who are more representational in their relationship dynamics are more ready to provide their honest truth with those in their life. So going back to the whole family, politics, and religion thing, people who are representational are more in the lines of this is how I choose to be. And if you want a relationship with me, I need you to be okay with this. And that's also a case by case thing as well, honestly, as everything is in life. But sometimes being representational as inspiring as it is, as encouraging and healthy, it can be a lonely road because not everyone is going to be on the same page. And not everybody is going to be ready and willing to see you as you are and receive you as you are. There's always going to be opposition. Somebody's always going to have opinions. And sometimes it can be discouraging. But if you're going to own yourself and if you're going to have that sense of self where you truly feel empowered and you feel like this is the right thing for you in your life and in your own journey, then go for it. Let yourself be known and let yourself be heard, uncensored. Now, the thing with having different groups and with each group bringing out a different side of you, 
everybody has different degrees of representational and presentational in different seasons. Maybe right now you're in a season of being representational where you own every facet of yourself around every group, but in different ways. But maybe with another group down the road or with another friend down the road, you'll feel the need to be more presentational or vice versa. Maybe right now you're trying to be more presentational as a means of, let's say you're at work, you're on the job and you have to be a certain persona and be in a certain energy because that's the job. That's what you're paid for. You're doing a service. You have to do the work, etc., etc., etc. But then once you get home, you're with your family or your pets or what have you, and you're able to showcase your more true and open self to people. It's, as I've been saying, a case-by-case thing. And that's life. Life is all about figuring out who you are, how you want to be, how you hope to be, honoring it, learning, honoring it, learning, honoring it, learning, repeat. And that's that. There's so many different types of self, whether it's around family, coworkers, loved loved ones, friends, different friend groups, people you admire, teachers, mentors. Nobody is 100% the same for everyone because everyone brings out a different energy in you and or you are reacting to a different type of energy that they provide. So it's important to just be mindful of that fact and be mindful of who you choose to spend time with because maybe the sense of self that you are portraying isn't in line with your values and this isn't how you want to be or their energy just doesn't feel healthy for you. Maybe they're not bad people, but maybe their energy just doesn't mesh with yours and it's causing certain feelings. Move accordingly, is what I'm trying to say. Move accordingly. And with that, we are going to leave the type of self-junction and we are going to get this train rolling on to our next stop. All right, y'all, it's been a fun ride. It's been a fun day and I am going to sign off and take a nap. Bye.